Okay, so we are on Daf Vav Amud Bet, and uh, this was um, the this was the Gomorrah, as I said in my intro on in the group. That I used a Gomorrah we're going to see later to propose to my wife for marriage, um, but we'll see. Um, um, so it says. Um, we discussed how uh, when you uh, when you make a set seat in shul, you get blessed with like the brochas of Abraham, because Abraham had a he had a it seemed like he davened in a set place. Okay, so now it says like this: Ama Rabbi Chelbo, Ama Rav Huna. Rabbi Chelbo in the name of Rav Huna said, a Knesset, a person that comes out of shul, al yafsia psia gasa. He mustn't take big steps. Um, why? Um, re- generally, psir gasa, in a sense, is, is arrogance, right? But um, in this sense, it's because it looks like he's uh, almost running out of shul. Because when you take big steps, you, it looks like you're rushing. And you shouldn't look like you're rushing out of shul. Amr Abaya, Abaya said, Lo Amran Ella Lameipak. This only refers to when you're going out from Shur. But when you're going up into Shur, when you're entering Shur, it's a mitzvah to run into Shur. It says in the passage, I will run after, uh, let us run to know Hashem. So it's a good thing, by the way, when you when you know running to a shir or running to do a mitzvah, you should you should, in the last few steps, you should run towards it so that you are showing your excitement to the mitzvah. In the Rabbi Zaira said, In the beginning, I saw these scholars, the Kara, Hati, Lepirka, Bishabta. I saw people running to the Shir on Shabbos, uh, meaning, and you're not meant to run on Shabbos. Amaina. I thought they, I said to myself that they were Mechalin Shabbos, they were desecrating Shabbos by running on Shabbos. But once after I heard what Rabbi Tanchum said in the name of Rabbi Shoben Levi, um, a person should always. Uh, a person should always run halacha to do to uh, uh, words of halacha. and you should even run on Shabbos when it comes to this. Hashem yishag. That it's, as it says, after Hashem you shall run like a roaring lion. Now I also run to the shiur on Shabbos. So after he learned from this Gomorrah that you should run to do mitzvahs, he also started running to do mitzvahs, even on Shabbos when he thought you shouldn't. This is a very fascinating uh, Gomorrah, and it's very much uh, connected to us in a way. Because even though I go fast in the learning, and we may not remember it all, and we may not understand it all, um, nevertheless, what we are doing in this year is we are fixing time for Torah. And uh, especially so with Dafyomi and these other types of learning where you cover so much ground so quickly, you feel as if you like don't really you don't really acquire it. But nevertheless, look what it says here. 
Amar Rabbi Zaira said, Igra de Pirka Rihita, the, the reward for attending a, a shiur, a lesson, a lecture, is Rihita, is for the running. Meaning you don't necessarily, you get reward obviously for the understanding, but the, the maximum reward is your presence and how your and your attitude to being there even more so than the knowledge. Amarabaya, Agritakala Dukkha. The reward for attending these color sessions, which is are these big lecture uh, lectures uh, before Pesach and Shavuot, that like the, the Shabbos the the Shabbos Chuva Drosha and the Shabbos uh, Shabbos Agado Drosha. The reward for attending those are the, the squeeze, the pressure, because there's so many people there. So your presence there, even if you don't understand it all, uh, means you reward, you get rewarded. Amarova igra deshmaita svara. The the reward for studying um, a shmaita, a halacha, a sugya, a teaching is the under, is the exhaustion towards understanding it. Meaning, it may not be the remembery of it. And I learned even when it comes to the halacha, um, the more important part of the halacha is to understand it, um, even more possibly than than knowing it. So Amarav Pop. So the point is that the the preparation for the mitzvah even more so than the mitzvah itself for the content itself. Amarav Papa Igra Debay Tamia Shtikuta. The reward for uh, for being in a house of mourning is to be silent, not even to offer words of consolation, but just your presence there in silence is uh, is what you get rewarded for in in your major reward amamarzutra igra tanita the reward for fasting sitkata is the tzedakah is the charity that should generate from um your fasting meaning like this if you fast say so you after you fast you feel hunger and they used to they used to make sure they would give uh, gifts of food to poor people to break their fast on and that was the major Reward because the tanit is meant to bring you to compassion and care for others, even more so than the fasting itself. Amarav Shayshet Igra de Spada Deluye. The reward for a eulogy is the wailing to arouse people to cry and be emotional. Amarav Ashi Igra de Behilulay Milay. The reward for attending the wedding are the words that you say to uplift the bride and bridegroom. You know, it's it's about them really. It's not about you. Amaravuna kolamit palal achore beit Whoever davens at the back of the shul. Now this seems to be behind the shul, like outside the shul, um, or it's that you 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 not you actually turning away. So we in South Africa face north. So you, a person like this, would face south. Anybody that davens at the back of the shul, um, Nikra Rosha is called an evil person. Shneemar, as it says in the Pasuk, Saviv Roshoim Yit Halachun. The Roshoim uh, travel around to the back. Um, uh, Amar Abaya, Abaya says, he uh, just clarifies this. Lo Amran Ela Deloma Hadar Ape this is only when you don't you you um you uh you you face away from the shul. But if you face towards the shul where everyone else is facing, facing late lunba, it's not then it's not a problem. 
Um, so the point is showing yourself almost away from the kihila where they davening and separating yourself by davening in the other direction. There was this person that davened at the back of the shul, behind the shul rather. And he wasn't facing towards the shul. He faced, it, he faced opposite the back. Chalaf Iliyahu Chazia Idmelei Kataya. So Eliyahu Navi, the prophet, was passing by, and he saw him, and he appeared to him in a, in human form, like a like an Arab uh, merchant. Amalei Kedu Bar Kayemet Kamei Marach. He says to him. You are standing before the Creator as if there are two powers. Because you are the shul, you've come to shul, but the shul is facing the one way and you're facing the other way. As if you're standing there, but there are two powers. There's Hashem and there's something else that you're praying to. Shalaf Safsarei Vakatle. Eliyahu took out a knife and, and uh, killed him. Okay, so don't dive in at the back, uh, you know, outside the shul. Amalaya Bar Abaya. The the rabbi said to Rav Beiba Barabaya Vamrila and some say it was Rav Beiba le Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. My krum zlut livnei Adam. What does it mean? And this is the continuation of that pasuk which describes people uh, davening, you know, uh, the, that the evil ones uh, walk around. What does it mean? Krum zlut livnei Adam. Krum zlut vileness is ex- vileness is exalted. Among the sons of men. What is this krum's lut? What is it referring to? It refers to things which stand at the top of the world, i.e. davening, where you daven up to Hashem. And people uh, make light of it. That's its connection, is that you come to shul, but you turn your back and face the other way. That's what the connection of that zlut liv, uh, krum's lut is. Kurum, like the rom, like the exalted zlut, you desecrate, you, you denigrate. Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Lazar, the Amri Tarvayu, they both say, Kaven de nitztarech adam lebriot. It's referring to somebody who, when he needs people, you know, he's in a position of neediness. Which is obviously not a bad thing, but it's something. It's describing a situation. Panav mishtanot kakrum. His face changes like krum. We're going to see what that is. Shneimar, as it says, krum zlut livne adam. That a person kakrum uh, krum. The color of zlut of a, a lowliness is to a person. Meaning, when you need somebody, then you get you feel. Mazalzal, um, you feel denigrated and you bet krum, you become krum. My krum, the Gemara says, what is krum? Kiata Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came, Amar of Echad Yesh Bekarkayayam. There is a bird that lives on the islands of the sea, Ukrum Shmo, and it's called krum. Vakaven Shechama Zorachat, and when the sun shines on it, Mithapech Lakama Gavanim, it changes to a number of shades, meaning. Uh, you know, just as a person, when they're embarrassed, their face goes from a regular color to uh, white or to red and then white. So just as this bird, this krum bird, um, its its appearance changes in the light, so to a person, when they when they need people, when they need to borrow money from people, they feel embarrassed and their face changes. Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Dharma Tavayu, they both say, Ki ilu nidun kishnei bishnei dinim. 
as, as if um, they say um, when you need support from other people as if you are punished with two opposite punishments the fire and water Shneemar as it says here kafta enosh loroshainu banu baish uvamaim you have caused men to ride over our heads and the language loroshainu is also to be like a creditor um, we went through fire and water so when a person needs to uh, is is pushed down by a creditor it, it comes like fire and water why fire and water because a person's face goes red like fire and then what um like water and it's basically that same idea obviously it's a it's not something you know we have to be compassionate and, and kind to people that they shouldn't feel that way but unfortunately there is a natural feeling of embarrassment when you need uh, other people um vamarbi khalbo amaravuna rabi khalbo in the namaravuna he said laulam yahi adam zar bitfilat mincha you should always be very careful in davening mincha. Now, this doesn't mean you shouldn't be careful in davening shakrit and marif. We'll see the Gemara will refer to those as well. But it just means that when the time comes to daven mincha, you mustn't um, delay. You must daven as soon as you can because it's likely that since you're working and things are so busy, the sun will set and you'll end up missing it. So as soon as you have that opportunity, you should go daven. So it says you must be careful in Tfat Mincha Sharai Eliyahu Lo Nana Ela Betfilada Mincha. Eliyahu was answered, Eliyahu Navi was answered um, at the time of Mincha when he went on Mount Carmel, when he uh, wanted to show the, the Jews who were serving Baal and serving Hashem. He, he brought down, a, there was a miracle that Hashem did for him um, that made his offering burn up uh, without him lighting it. Fire from Hashem came down. Um, and he and he and that was specifically at the time of mincha time that he asked for Shneemar, as the pasuk says, mincha. When the mincha offering is brought up, the yagash Eliyahu Navi Eliyahu Navi approached the Yomar and said his prayer. Aneini Hashem, Aneini, um, answer me, Hashem, answer me. Aneini should tear the Aish Answer me that a fire should come down from heaven. Vanani and answer me, Shalomru Masek Shafimheim. That they won't say that this is a an act of witchcraft. Um <coughs> meaning they'll say it's an act of Hashem. So those are the two Ananis, and that was specifically at the time of Mincha, which we uh, where we see a special time to Daven. Rabbi Yochan and Amar Afbitfilad Mariv, you should also be careful with Mariv. Shneemar, as it says, meaning you should Daven Mariv. As soon as you can, once it gets dark. Shneemar, as the Pasuk says, Tikon Tfilati, prepare my davening, Ketoret Lefanecha. Let it be as um, incense. Let my Tfilah be as incense before you. Ketoret Lefanecha, Mas'at Kapai Minchat Arev. The lifting up of my hands at the evening sacrifice. So it's, it's referring to, I saw that it's referring to the, the last offering that you bring in the day is the ketoret um, and it was accompanied by with the korban tamid of the afternoon the mincha offering and soon after that that's when uh, you should prepare your tefillah so soon after you have the opportunity to daven mincha or to bring the mincha offering that's when you daven mariv which is as soon as possible once it's nightfall so therefore again be a lacra be be uh, excited and eager to daven just as we said originally in the beginning of the year about how you should run towards mitzvahs, 
Davin Mincha as soon as you can, Davin Mariv as soon as you can. Rav Nachman by Yisrael Kamar, Aftivlat Shachrit, also don't leave at Shachrit, you must be extra careful with Shachrit as well. Shneemar, as it says, Hashem Boker Tishma, Koli Boker Erach Lecha, Vaatzape. It says Boker twice. As it says in the morning, you should hear my voice in the morning, I will order my prayer to you. And I will look forward to their answer. And this is the boke boke means daven as soon as you can. And remember, I told you, I think, that Rav Chaim Kanievsky, uh, Schlitter, who lives in Bnei Brak, one of the great Torah leaders of the generation, he apparently davens nights in the morning, as soon as you should daven, davens mincha gadolas, as soon as you can daven mincha, he davens, and mariv, as soon as Saito Kokovim comes, he davens mariv. Again, another, another statement uh, said by Rabbi Chalbo in the name of Rabbi Huna, Kol Hanene, and this is what I used to propose to my wife, by the way. Kol Hanene Mesudat Chatan Ve'enum Asamcho. Anybody who, that, who gets pleasure from uh, the su'uda, from the meal of a Chatan, Ve'enum Asamcho, and doesn't rejoice with him. Over Bechamisha Kolot, he transgresses five voices. He misses out on five voices. Shneimar, it says, Kol Sason, Kol Simcha, Kol Chatan, Kol Kala, Kol Omrim, Hodu et Hashem Tzvakot. That pasuk referring to the voice of a Chatan, voice of a Kala, it's got five voices, Kolot there, and if you don't rejoice with the voice of a Chatan, then you also are uh, losing out on these five voices. But if you do uh, rejoice with the Chatan, uh, what is his reward? You get Torah. Why? Because the Torah was given with five Kolot. As it says, On the third day, uh, in the morning, there were voices and, and uh, thunder sounds, and a thick cloud, Alahar on the mountain. So there we see kolot twice there. shofar and the voice of the shofar, kola shofar, and another voice of a shofar, and Hashem answered in a voice. So there are five kolot there at the giving of the Torah, which corresponds to the five kolot of rejoicing with the Chatan Kala. So when you rejoice with the Chatan Kala, you, uh, you also merit Torah. Ini, uh, is this so? It says elsewhere in this context of the giving of the Torah, it refers to another vo- uh, two voices, Kolot. So it should be seven voices. Otan kolot akodematan Torah havu. Those kolot were before matan were the before matan Torah, meaning they were the same kolot that uh, were referred to earlier. They were five voices. Rabbi Abau Amar, Rabbi Abau said, "Kiilu hikriv toda." When you rejoice with the chatan and kala, it says, "If you bring a thanksgiving offering." Shneemar mevin toda beit Hashem, as it says, you bring a toda. To the house of Hashem. Rav Nachman Mitzmach Amar, he says, Ki'ilu bana achad mechurva Yushalayim. It's as if uh, you rebuild one of the ruins of Yushalayim. Shneemar, ki ashiv et shvuta aretz, kavrishana amar Hashem. As it says, when you return the, the settlement of Israel, um, like it was, uh, says Hashem. So the re, a, a couple getting married is like rebuilding the, the land of Israel. 
Um, and that, by the way, when I, when I proposed to Tali, I used that line. I, it's a long story, not for now, not for a quick daf shavu share. But I used this line and at the end we were overlooking the Harabait that's unfortunately you know, got a mosque, got a dome and a mosque on it. Um, and please, I said, you know, please God, when we get married, we're rebuilding one of the ruins of Yerushalayim. Okay. Anybody that has true fear of heaven, their words are heard. Meaning a person that's sincere, their words will be heard. And this is at the end of Kohelet. At the end of the day, at the end of the word, everything will be heard. You should fear Hashem. So it's understood that, that the one who fears Hashem... Hakol nishma, everything will be listened to by that from that person. My kizeh kol adam. What does it mean? This is all of a person. Um, so what's the relationship between zeh kol adam? This is the whole person and fear of Hashem. The whole world. What does it mean The whole world was created for this. For this person who's a Yerush Shemaim, who's a fear, who's God-fearing. Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana Amar, Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana says, Shakul Zeh Keneged Kol Alom Kolo. Not, he's slightly different. Not that the whole world was created for him, but that he is weighted against the rest of the world. Meaning his value is, is, is weighed up against every other thing in the entire world. Rabbi Shun Ben Azai Omer, he says, in some sense, Rabbi Shimon ben Zoma Omer, Kol Alam Kulo Lo Nivra Ela Letzavot Lazer. The whole world was created to accompany this person. So it's not that that we weigh them up together, the whole world and this person, or that the whole world was created for this person, but rather everything was created to support this person, um, because that is the purpose of the world is to fear Hashem. Again, another statement of Rabbi Kalbo in the name of Rav Huna. If you know a person who's accustomed to greet Yaktim Lo Shalom, you should first greet him. So for sure people that don't greet you, you should greet them. But even a person that normally greets you, you should try and greet him first. Try and have a competition, so to speak, of who can greet each other first. Shneemar, as it says, Bakesh Shalom, you should request peace, Varodfayu, and pursue it. So you should not only, you know, just greet people, you should pursue the opportunity to greet people. And if he give, if you give him a shalom and he doesn't reply with a shalom, he's called a thief. Shneemar, as it says, Vatem Biartem Akerem, you burnt. The vineyard It's the theft of a poor person in your in your house. Why specifically an ani? Because an ani, obviously, if you steal from anybody, it's bad and it's theft. But especially an ani, where there's nothing to steal from, he doesn't have anything to steal from. But what can he do? Um, he you could he can um you can um he's got a greeting. Um, so somebody that. You know, the, the, at the very least, a poor person can uh, greet you, um, and, if, uh, and if he doesn't, or a person doesn't greet you, then uh, he's called a guzzler, he's called a thief. Okay, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Mishim Rabbi Yossi, 
And now we're going to say a few stones I think of Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Yosim. Where do we see that Hashem Davins? Guys, have you ever heard of such a remarkable concept? Hashem Davins. So we're going to see it doesn't actually mean that Hashem necessarily Davins. I'm sure some explain it that way. Because who would he be Davining to himself, right? But it could be that he's teaching us how to Davin, what we should Davin for. Just as it says, Hashem Hashem Kaurachum Bechanun, it says that he wrapped himself in a talus to teach us how to uh, daven to him. Um, uh, or it could be that he is telling us what we need to do so that we change, so that he can give us what he's davening for, so to speak. Shneemar, as it says, well, how do we know that Hashem davens? And I will bring you to the to my, my holy mountain, and I shall rejoice in my house of prayer. It doesn't say uh, your, your or your house of prayer. It's Ella Tfilati. It's my house of prayer. It's my prayer. Hashem has his own tefillah. My matzni. What does he daven for Hashem? Amarav zutra baruch tuvia. Amarav He says Yiratzon. Milfanai, let it be the, the world before me, may my will be. Sheikh Bashur Rahamai, that I, I conquer, that my, my mercy conquers at Kasi, my anger. The Yugolu Rahamai Almidotai, and my Rahamim is. Uh, is uh, um, prevails over my, my character, my other attributes, and I behave with my children, committed rachamim, with compassion, and I treat them, I, I, I give them the attribute of like going with beyond the measure. Tanya, so meaning like this, that we, we, we get treated by Hashem, may He treat us in a way of compassion. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha. Another time we see a similar prayer. Uh, Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha, he said, Pam Akad Nichnasi It was Yom Kippur and he was a Kohen Gadol. He says, Once I entered to offer the, the, the Ketoret offering, the incense offering in the Holy of Holies. Vereiti Akatriel Ka Hashem. And I saw Hashem Tzvakot. Shuhu Yoshev Akisai, that Hashem was sitting on this on the seat of glory. Ram Benisa, Vaamali, and he said to me, Yishmael Bani, Yishmael my son, Berchaini, bless me, Amarti lo. And I said to him, now, like he didn't hesitate, it seems. Yihiratzon Mefanecha, may it be your will. Sheikh Bashura Chamecha et Kasecha, that your compassion conquers your anger. Vyagolu Rachamecha Midotecha, and your, your attribute of mercy. Over prevails over your other character traits. committed and you behave with your children with compassion. Um, and and you behave to your children beyond the letter of the law. and Hashem nodded his head as if to say Amen. How you know? Obviously, these are very very deep ideas. Kamash Malan. And what do you see from this addition in the story? That the that you mustn't take the blessing of uh, somebody who is a hedjot, somebody who is a simple person, uh, lightly. If we as the Jewish people can bless Hashem, how much more so can any person bless somebody else? 
And that's what it ends off by saying, don't take the blessing of a simple person lightly.